From the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio, you're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Well, good morning, security gang. Welcome back to the show. We started a live stream. I'm going to have to delete it. This is the new one. I do apologize. We had an interruption in service. Our stream went out. We had to restart all of our equipment here to get it going again. So I do apologize. We've got a packed show. I'm not going to bore you with the coffee cup cheers. We've already done it the first time around. I'm just going to get right into this morning's news and we're going to go right into it where uh, I think what we were able to see from the first live stream is this story actually made it and even the second one did, but, but the last ones did not. So we're just going to do it from the very beginning, top to bottom. Let's go. CISA yesterday issued a warning around the critical Oracle Fusion middleware vulnerability that was patched in January of this year and is now being exploited in attacks. The security hole tracked the CVE 2021-35587 impacted Oracle Access Manager, essentially the Oracle single sign-on solution. It, it impacts organizations like VMware, Huawei, and Qualcomm. Um, the open SSO agent component can allow an unauthenticated attacker with network access via HTTP to take control of Oracle Access Manager. A patch was announced in January, and now we're seeing that those unpatched environments are being used for cyber uh, incidents and cyber events within organizations. And CISA has raised the alarm, saying we're seeing these being exploited in the wild. We're seeing them being taken advantage of. If you haven't patched it, from January, it's now November. So 10 months that you've had to patch this, make sure you get it done now. Fortinet has had its issues with a lot of different vulnerabilities. This one, however, is now seeing the real impact of these types of vulnerabilities. So we know that when there's a vulnerability disclosed within 15, 20 minutes, there's already threat actors scanning, trying to get initial access. These initial access brokers then sell that to other parties who want to launch a specific cyber event against an organization. CVE 2022-40684, which impacted 40 OS, 40 proxy, and 40 switch manager products. The vulnerability was publicly disclosed in early October when it was already being exploited in attacks. The issue is an authentication bypass that allows a remote attacker to use specially crafted HTTP or HTTPS requests to perform unauthorized operations on vulnerability, on vulnerable appliances admin interfaces essentially the security defects itself provides the attacker with admin access to ssh on the target appliance allowing the attacker to update or add a valid public ssh key and that's how you gain persistence right by the time you patch it most organizations most of the time they patch they don't really look at the logs they don't think people have had enough time but we really have to turn off that switch in our head that says no way someone could have already put a back door in uh, i patched it it should be okay Patching makes sure no one else can take advantage of it in most cases. It doesn't tell you if someone did take advantage of it from that time period to the time you patched it. And this is what we're seeing here. So um, the, the initial access and the persistence is being used. And if you're not auditing, you'll find yourself on this list. So you want to make sure that you add this as part of your patch management, vulnerability management process. Someone goes in, looks at the logs, looks at the potential ways threat actors could take advantage of the specific vulnerability and just signs off and says, we're good. We didn't see anything suspicious. Um, and don't just rely on tools for that. Threat actors are using TikTok's invisible challenge to spread malware. What do you think? TikTok, 
you know, can you see the shock in my face over this one? Because if you can't, I'll tell you right now. The invisible challenge involves applying a filter called invisible body that just leaves behind a silhouette to the person's body. Threat actors are thinking, well, maybe if someone isn't wearing anything under the filter, we can actually send you a link that removes the filter and you can see that person. And instead, they're sending them to a website or a malicious downloader called the Wasp Stealer, which is essentially stealing user passwords, Discord accounts, cryptocurrency wallets, and other sensitive information. The account has since been suspended. Doesn't mean a new one hasn't risen up since. Just means we haven't seen it yet. Um, And they're using that to go after Discord servers. Most of the people that are on Discord are in DevOps. Uh, If they steal those usernames and passwords, they can essentially get access to GitHub repositories to to other. and, and, And I mean, obviously this is part of a larger supply chain risk. There's no reason why any organization should allow TikTok on any device that has company information on it, period. Should just be a rule. Company policy, make it a fireable offense because it's just that serious. Irish regulators have fined Meta 265 million euros over its data breach. Uh, That's the equivalent of 275 million US dollars. The fine is after half a billion users' information was leaked on a website. The DPC, which stands for the Data Protection Commission, said it reached a decision following a comprehensive inquiry process, including including cooperation with all other data protection supervisory authorities within the EU, Meta's European operation, which is based in Dublin, along other tech companies like Google, Apple, and Twitter, low tax rate in Ireland, um, you know, works really well for these organizations. The watchdog did find that um, social media behemoth led by Mark Zuckerberg had breached two articles of the EU data protection law. In addition to the fine, the DPC said it had imposed a reprimand and an order requiring the Facebook owner to bring its processing into compliance by taking a range of specified remedial actions within a particular time frame. In response to the fine, a Meta spokesperson said the firm cooperated fully with the DPC issue, and they've paid this $275 million fine. The first one they got was $5 billion, so you know this is 5% of that. <laughs> it's literally 5% of that original fine. Well, you've definitely got some teeth, uh, DPC. And finally, almost a thousand suspects were arrested in an Interpol operation over the last four months, which seized over $129 million from threat actors. This was a global Interpol operation that started on June 28th, went to November 23rd. It involved collaboration between global fraud investigators to intercept money and virtual assets uh, for a range of cyber-enabled financial crimes and money laundering and recovering funds for the victims. 975 individuals were arrested um, and and that allowed investigators to resolve around 1,600 cases. Almost 2,800 banks and virtual asset accounts linked to the investigation were blocked. Several fugitives were captured as well. Two South Koreans with a red notice by Interpol were arrested in Greece and Italy after they embezzled around 28 million euros from 2,000 Korean victims and posing as an investment uh, opportunity, promising attractive returns to scheme exploited social media chat rooms to promote FutureNet, a large-scale international pyramid scheme, which attracted investors via word-to-mouth between 2016 and 2020. So good job for Interpol. Folks, that's it for our show today. Sorry for the interruption earlier. We'll be be relaunching this here shortly. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for your patience. We'll be back tomorrow with a lot more. Until then, stay cyber safe. 
We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.